0: This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. One of my cousins inherited the family homestead in West Virginia. And... This is where I remember playing as a kid. This is where my grandma and grandpa, where I first knew them. And the only thing I fought over that I wanted was the old family outhouse. Um, I offered to come down and and move it and bring it to where I was living at the time. And, and before I could do it, it was just uh, destroyed. And I wanted to preserve it. I grew up, earliest memories uh, when I was with Grandma and Grandpa was, this is before the days of indoor plumbing, and for them, and the uh, hills of West Virginia and Appalachian culture, and, and and Grandma would introduce us to the outhouse, it was a two-holer, and um, so you don't know really what community is till you've had a two-holer, but um, she warned us about the, the snakes and the, the spiders, and we'd have to... Check underneath first, and but there are all sorts of rituals and protocols that go with the outdoor outhouse. But I love that outhouse, and I love the symbol of of how many of our ancestors um, sat there together, and 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 um, the symbol of my heritage. I I missed it, but I had another chance at um, an outhouse. Um, that took a different form, and that is the the little church in this part of West Virginia in this holler called Alvin, when the church had a um, before it had the indoor plumbing, it had an outhouse in the parking lot that was exactly opposite the front entrance. And so you went in, you parked your vehicle, and before you went into church, if you had to do any business, you went to this this outhouse, which was also a two-holer. Remember, it was exactly opposite in the in the par- front lot, parking lot, the front entrance to the church. And it was an in-out church. You know, when you walked in the church, you were in the church. There was no foyer. It was just you went in the church. You were in church. So it was either in or out. And uh, the outhouse was out, and you went in, and... It was church. In the early 80s um, they decided to expand the church and to bring in indoor plumbing and to provide a foyer for people to gather in the back of the church, a little narthex, and to put in indoor bathrooms. So my mother and I contributed to this and so we went to the dedication of the new facility of this church in alvin west virginia and i will never forget uh, it was my wife my mother and a couple of our kids and and we um were there and the service began and i decided you know i just i want to go back and see what they put in for the men's room and so as I, i Left, this, while they were singing the first hymn, I, I walked out and um, I noticed, strangely enough, that the men's and women's bathrooms were exactly opposite. In the narthex, the, the entrance into the church, uh, there was no parking lot now; it was just a foyer. But you had the—they weren't hidden at all. They were just men's, women's, right there, facing the entrance, which I thought was a little uh, interesting. But when I opened up the men's room, I could not believe what I saw, so I immediately went and got my wife, and we're still singing the first hymn, and I um, said, you got to go to the men's room right now. Come on, go with me to the men's room. She goes, I'm not going to the men's room with you. I go, no, you got to go to the men's room with me. You have no choice. Come on. So I pulled her up out of her seat, kind of dragged her back out of the sanctuary, into through the foyer, into the men's room, and I said, now, I'm going to open the door. You don't have to go in. I just want you to see the men's room. And so... She opened the door and there in the men's room, exactly as in the the outhouse, there were two toilets. Side by side, no partition, no door, just two toilets sitting there as you opened the door. The sink was way down at the other end, so you wouldn't want anybody to see you washing your hands. But here we had two toilet side by side as soon as you opened up the door. Now, I, for me, this is a a parable um, of many things. First of all, I, I don't mean to um, kind of make fun of um, my relatives, but who are primarily responsible for this. But I do want to uh, point out that We are now in a whole new world here when you bring in indoor plumbing you can do anything you want You you can configure the space any way you can imagine that you might think might be best But we are such creatures of tradition and habit That what we do is we just do the old outhouse in the new space and so, hence you have, I don't, I didn't go into the ladies' room, so I don't know what they had, but in the men's room, you just had two toilets side by side, facing the door, as you had in the old outhouse. And this is what the church is doing over and over again. We are still in a In a 21st century world with 22nd century kids, we're still putting in corridors and classrooms for our education wings. Are you kidding me? This is factory model stuff. This is stuff you'd expect in an industrial world where you got corridors and doors going into classrooms with seats and rows. Are you serious? I mean, we're still doing outhouses in our education. Our minds are still an outhouse mindset in a whole new world where learning is is being reinvented and revolutionized and I could go on and on but you get the picture it's not just my Appalachian ancestors that are doing this we're all doing this and I know churches that have spent tens of millions of dollars on new education wings that are still putting in corridors and classrooms and some of these wings don't even have internet access and so it's time for us to get rid of the outhouse mentality to celebrate the heritage to try and preserve it but tradition is a verb to tradition the past is to bring to make the old new not to preserve the old in the new is to conserve the old and to make it new and afresh so a whole new world out there church Um, Let's incarnate the gospel in the world that we actually have, not the outhouse culture of the past. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.